With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. A private investigator is offering a $25,000 reward to anyone who has information that leads to the recovery of the remains of Jody Hoosentrude. Hoosentrude was the morning news anchor at KIMT TV in Mason City, disappeared in June 1995. Steve Ridge has been looking into her story and investigating the case for the last three years. KWWL-TV reports that Ridge is making the reward offer as a private citizen with the blessing of Hoosentrude's sister. The reward is not contingent on authorities cracking the case, making an arrest and securing a conviction, just trying to find her remains. Saturday night, the Hampton Police Department arrested 19-year-old Kevin Danilo Alvarez of Hampton, who was wanted on a Wright County warrant for the charge of assault causing serious injury. Friday afternoon, the Iowa Falls Police Department arrested 38-year-old Zachary Groenveld of Iowa Falls, who was wanted on a Hardin County warrant for violation of a no-contact order. Groenveld was later released from custody. Tomorrow, the Hancock County Board of Supervisors will hold a public hearing on the county's maximum property tax levy for the next fiscal year. The Hancock Supervisors also be asked to set the date and time for a public hearing on the county's proposed fiscal year 2024 budget. The Hancock County Board of Supervisors meet tomorrow 9 a.m. at the courthouse in Garner. Butler County Engineer John Ryherd tells Radio On The Go News that his department's focus this year will be on replacing several bridges in the county when the construction season kicks off. One project is a 150-foot slab bridge on Cedar Avenue near Austinville. That one's under contract right now. Then there's another one near Green, an 80-foot beam bridge that we have under contract. So those are, are looking at kicking off this spring. Then a couple other bridges for the March letting at the DOT that we'll know some more information about will be helping out in the city of Green. They have a dry run bridge that they'll be putting under contract here this spring. And then another big one is near Unverfirth Manufacturing, T55. We've got an overflow bridge there that we're replacing. Been a long time coming on that one, but it's a pretty interesting project. Ryher describes more about the new bridge that will be constructed near Unverfirth. In that location, there's at least a 10-mile out-of-distance travel detour route if we close the bridge and don't provide some on-site detour. Well, there's you know some big farm operations in the area. We've got unreferred manufacturing. We've got traffic in and out of uh, the industrial park that uses T55. So we're looking at putting a temporary a on-site detour. So we're building a temporary bridge beside the existing bridge so that we have minimal disruption to the through traffic. Ryherd says last year their focus was more on repaving work in Butler County. The Iowa Utilities Board has issued an order that establishes a procedural schedule regarding the application for a hazardous liquid pipeline permit filed by Summit Carbon Solutions to construct, operate, and maintain around 687 miles of pipeline across parts of the state. The procedural schedule to this order schedules filing dates for pre-filed testimony and intervention and sets October 2023 to January 2024 as the time frame for the public hearing. The IUB's order also set a technical conference for 10 a.m. on March 15th in the IUB's hearing room to discuss logistics for the hearing and how parties and those who have filed for intervention can better understand the procedural schedule and how the remainder of the docket will progress. Specific dates for the hearing will be determined at the technical conference. Today, the Clarksville City Council will hold a public hearing on the city's proposed 
maximum property tax levy for fiscal year 2024 and will then consider adoption of said levy. The Clarksville City Council meets today 6 at 30 p.m. at City Hall. Last fall, the Rudd Rockford Marble Rock School District was unable to field a varsity football team due to low participation numbers, but was able to field a junior varsity team. Rudd Rockford Marble Rock Superintendent Todd Lichty tells Radio On The Go News he is optimistic about fielding a varsity team next fall. I've had a discussion with all the football players to see what the numbers are going to be, and we could potentially play a varsity schedule. You know, the kids were enthused about the season they had this year. It was the right thing that they played at a level they could play at. They had some experiences that they hadn't had before, playing kids at their level versus having to play up. So I think we did the right thing, and I, I can't tell you for sure, but we're hopeful that we'll have a varsity schedule next year. You know, we have a couple grades. Our seventh grade has five boys in it, so we're, we're a little worried about that when they get a little older. Maybe we'll have some kids move in with grades above them, below them, we'll cover them. But, you know, we have lots of girls. Right now we're, you know, we're holding our own and, and we're able to field teams and we're hoping we stay that way. Some schools across the state have struggled with staffing this year and Lichty, who shares his position with Nashua Plainfield, says both districts are doing well keeping teacher and support staff positions filled. In both districts, we're doing well with staff and teachers. You know, we have a support staff that we need right now. Both districts, if somebody wants to drive a bus, we'd be entertained having you in and, and getting you through the process. Right now in, in RRMR, we have the bus drivers we need and we have some subs. And Nashville really needs to get some new new blood in there. We have some folks that are sticking with us that I think are looking towards retirement. They they need some help. We, we need to find some bus drivers. Lichty says the RRMR school district saw an increase in enrollment this year of 12 students. Today, the Alden School Board will be asked to set the date and time for a public hearing concerning the next fiscal year budget and will discuss programming and staffing for the 2023-24 school year. The Alden School Board meets today at 6.30 p.m. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Hampton Dumont Cal Tall Corn Chapter of the FFA Advisor, Kyle O'Brien, who will discuss the local chapter as this is National FFA Week. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.